0: Of ass, remind me that my cuck in you know
1: No, don't put them, don't leave anything <laughs> in there. Actually, you can't leave without them anyway, so well, it's not like,
0: yeah, you know, on the ground.
1: On the ground. Oof. Go breeze to death. All right, do you want your so, pants? No, <laughs> I'm wearing shorts. Don't make me sound like I'm pants. <laughs> this is an auditory medium. Right, here's, what, here's what we do. Here's what we do
0: we're gonna divvy out the candy so, so we don't have not to do crinklin? any crinklin. So... Ladies first. You can just have I'll whatever just, you like.
1: Uh, just give me a handful of stuff.
0: You, I've already had a snake, so you can have a snake.
1: Oh, a okay. Do
0: you want any more? Do you give,
1: like me, give me one of those uh, peach things, oh, if there. oh wait, are the peach things the, the candy factory or whatever the oh, fuck it's called? Kind of oh yeah, give me ones. one of those. Oh there's more of them. Ooh baby.
0: Ooh baby. A, you can have another peach one if you want. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Always. Okay, so Always. Give me the the cats
0: are going back in the bag.
1: Yeah, we can burn them. <laughs> Fuck you, in cats. Bed. Fuck you, cat. What
0: a, shame. <laughs> what a shame. You know, I can't Nazi Wim Defoe in my nightmares anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, donkey Dung Defoe <laughs> Hey, bad. <Back. laughs> I like that meme of them. Um, <laughs> Give me that I ate all your butterfly butterfly collection And have f- like five uh, Fragranced erasers Up my butt And he's like oh yeah sure I can do that And he just <laughs> smiled he
0: <just> <laughs> <laughs> He's got one of those smiles that you can smile at almost anything
1: <laughs> Well he does <laughs> so It's terrifying oh. God imagine taking that guy seriously Fuck that Or he even like dressed up as a chick in um, Boondock Saints Did he really? Yeah, he was, hes a detective, and he dresses up as a chick, and He makes an ugly,
0: ugly ass chick. I can well imagine. <laughs> I can. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Back to that! I'm really looking forward. Your to weekly that. Defoe pick yeah, will wow, be that. <laughs> all right. Okay. I feel like yeah, this is not,
1: however, a Willem Defoe podcast. <laughs> this thank is what's the, the, the matter. I Not even praise the Lord, but thank the Lord. This is what's the matter. I'm B. I'm Clark. And today, we are in an aquarium.
0: Mm.
1: My, oh no, my peach. I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, just for context, we're also eating a lot of gummy, so yeah, that was what she just dropped, not, was a peach gummy.
1: in a submarine. <laughs> oh my god, look how fucked up the
0: glass is. You're really going to just do the hand oh, thing. No, don't Titanic. do the hand, the hand thing. I don't want to have to be
1: scrubbing that shit out of my <laughs> car. I mean, um,
0: you know those things we were talking about last time about technical difficulties and how oh my God. we finally got through all those technical difficulties? Well, Ba-ba. guess what? They're back.
1: Well, technically, I mean, my child is not a technical difficulty. It's a technical but... difficulty in consideration <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's well, fair. I mean, technically, he's being difficult. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Technically,
0: <laughs> it's difficult to do the podcast when he's yeah. being difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just laboring the point now.
1: We are in a car. <laughs> we are in a car, and it's fucking freezing. Sure is. Bloody hell. But well, we're going to soldier on. Sure are. Today we're doing Meaning of Life. Monty Python's Meaning of Life. What a movie. Mm.
0: I have to say, what a movie. Do you know movie. that
1: it's the least liked amongst the movies? You know, I
0: think it's one of my favourites.
1: It's my favourite.
0: But it's the one I've watched the least.
1: Oh, serious? Yeah. It's the one that I've watched the most, and it's the one that I watched first. So I oh. think that's so my... So the
0: one I watched first was The Life of Brian. Oh, no. Uh, Holy Grail.
1: Well, see, that, most people are. Holy Grail or The Life of Brian are the first I mean, ones.
0: they're both... They're all very good.
1: They're very different. Mm. But very Monty Python esque. Very much so. So the movie was released in nineteen eighty three. With a budget of nine million US.
0: Nine million bucks.
1: Yeah. Uh box office twenty four point nine million. Doesn't seem like enough. It's <laughs> It's a lot. Um apparently had the same budget as E. T. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh it's a lot but then you have to take into account the fact that um Terry Gilliam actually spent a lot of it in that the bit at the start <laughs> his little uh insurance or assurance oh around.
0: didn't he spend it on the whole um, cuz i've got it written down as he spent most of the budget on the um, the song every sperm is sacred
1: well yeah no that's a lot of it but there was a lot of the budget put into the you know the the movie at the beginning the little mini Assurance agency movie that then crashes into the movie later with all the old guys that are like pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, What do they call that one? The um, something like the assurance.
0: (sighs) Excuse me, that's better
1: Uh, crimson permanent assurance is what they're called. That's
0: what the crimson uh, brigade. I think crimson
1: permanent assurance. (laughs) Yeah, but the
0: brigade is this little bit Mm. where they you know get taken over by anyway. Mm. Yes.
1: So that bit took up a lot of time. He didn't tell the others that that's what he was doing. <laughs> he what? was Yeah.
0: Cause he just you, went about it. And yeah.
1: Because went... if you notice, the main characters aren't any of the Pythons. They're all just old people. And like, Terry Gilliam and Michael Palin are in it. But I think what he did was he told them that it was a part of the bit where they crash the main movie.
0: Oh, so it's just like a little preamble bit.
1: Yeah, but he spent a shit ton of money. <laughs> And they were like, what the fuck? Man? <laughs>
0: like they were they
1: were just... Yeah, apparently it caused some shit. It um, caused a bit of ruckus. Mm-hmm. I could
0: well imagine if, you, if you've if you got one of your fellow teammates... Well, I guess teammates are the wrong choice of word, but it doesn't matter. Spending the majority of the budget just on... Just on that sequence.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, that seems like a... a just, I mean... I'd be angry too, I think, for sure. <laughs> of I'd be like, well, come on, that's not how we, you know.
1: I think he was, um, I'm not sure if it's for this one, but I think he was trying to prove that he could do live action stuff, because at that point he had just been the animator. Oh. Hmm.
0: Well, see, that makes a bit of sense, I guess, but from his point of view only.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because there's a lot of scenes and a lot of, like, imagery from that bit that look heaps like um, Brazil. Have you seen Brazil?
0: Which one's that? Remind me of that one.
1: It's another Gilliam movie, and it's basically about the monotony of working. And there's this guy that has like a fanciful imagination, and it's all like postmodern buildings. And he's got wings in his imagination, but he actually works in this like really dead end bureaucratic job. And he, like, saves his... Co- it's re- Actually, I don't think you have, because... No, it's, I'm, I, I'm trying think, to put
0: it together, I don't think I I have, think we yeah. talked
1: about it, because it's one of those ones that had a fucked up ending, but because oh. the test audiences didn't like it, they gave it a happy ending.
0: Oh, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. It's and, a really
1: good movie. I, I, strong, I strongly recommend it, and I strongly recommend at some point we do it, because it's really interesting.
0: Okay. Yep, alright. And Terry Gilliam. We'll put it man. on the list.
1: <laughs> I don't trust your list. I don't even watch like, anything on your list. I have, I have like, 50 list. lists.
0: Mm. None of them I read. I don't go through my lists. And speaking of that, that song "Every Spam the Sacred."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What a lovely song to start a movie off with.
1: Yeah, Did that start it, with that? Didn't that, it start with that. It? it starts off with the fish, I think. No, like doesn't it start fish. off
0: with the? It starts off with the. It starts, off with the it starts off with the the. Um, the whole scene, doesn't it?
1: That's the birth. Um, the very first thing that you see, as a skit, is the goldfish.
0: Oh, the one's the talking, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and then, um, and then it's the song, the meaning of life song,
0: that's the meaning,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. and then it's the birth with the machine that goes ping, ping, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, i I suppose we're gonna get into each one, but every scene is just fun to recount, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we won't do that, <laughs> we won't actually like.
0: Read it word for oh word. Oh my God! Or anything, and then he did the thing. And then yeah. he did the thing. And oh my God!
1: He went I think it's, it's funny because I was thinking of how we were going to talk about this movie because it's hard to talk about a movie when it's a sketch movie. Yeah. Um. There's no like it's not like you're following one person through life. You're just following different hmm. things. They're loosely, all different stories. Yeah, yeah, loosely collated into
0: like. Excuse me. <laughs> That's all right. Dr. Pepper's got me yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, it's just loosely made into like 'cause there's a few things that you're just like, Yeah but okay. <laughs> it's yeah, like they I were just trying you, to fit it in. You kinda of kind of leave
0: thing. a few things like mm. you let a few things go by just because it's part of a broader skit
1: There's one thing that I love but I'm just like, Yeah, I think they were just trying to add that in. There's two. It's it's two um war ones. It's the one when someone <laughs> steals his leg, uh Eric Idol's leg. And do you mean he's, the like, one where is he's like, a mosquito?
0: Do you mean when <laughs> like, no, when, like, do you mean the one where a tiger bites his leg off?
1: Supposedly, yeah.
0: Oh, but it's someone's... But it's like two
1: guys in a tiger outfit that stole Oh, that's right. Name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that one is hilarious. That's one of my favorite skits. But it, I'm like, how, does how that is that? that into
0: life? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that and the other one, which kind of does fit into life, but at the same time, it's like, they. I think they just wanted to add bits in. More is bits. The when they're giving the commanding officer a whole bunch
0: of clocks. Well, that, yeah, no, I was looking into that. I was like, I, I don't really understand. I mean, unless it's like milestones in life, like you go through this whole process of people still celebrating the birthday. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what, you know, circumstances you're in, people will still like, no, 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 I insist we talk about this and here's your birthday present and we, look what we got here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, guys, I don't think this is the time. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it well.
1: really offended when
0: Yeah.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah, then, uh, no, that's amazing. So, But, you know, they're still funny, but they just don't quite, you know... The, whereas everything else, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I see how this...
0: Is there, a, sc- there a script to Monty Python in, some, in that sense? Like, where someone's, when the guy sat down and they had all these different skits planned out... That they said, alright, well, we can loosely put all these together and then make a film out of it. Or is it one of those more things you have to have start think... to finish and then we have to have skits that fit? No,
1: I ones. think with this one, they just had a whole bunch of material that they kind of forced into this movie... Um, you have to realize well, you have to realize you have to remember that at this point they were already past their height. I mean they were at their height, but at, at the same time I think they were all kind of sick of working with each other as yeah, well. Okay. Um so this is what, eighty three did I say? Eighty three yep, or eighty four? So that's you know, they've been together for about twenty years at this point, like fifteen, twenty years, and obviously they're all getting sick of each other. <laughs> and like Terry Jones has already done Time Bandits, um, like it's yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's becoming, I think, at that point a bit. Ooh, Cause then a few years later, like maybe five or six years later, you see John Cleese kind of branching out, and he's in like that uh, Dangerous Creatures mm-hmm. with um Kevin Kline and.
0: Fish, was he in Fishcord Wonder?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. with um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she's in both of them. Those two are amazing movies, by the they way. They are great movies. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so at this point, you can really tell who wrote each skit because you can tell the sensibilities of the writing teams, obviously the songs by yeah. Eric Idle, um, the goofier stuff by Michael Palin and yeah. Terry Jones, and then the, like, uh, word play and, like, highbrow, in parenthesis, in quotation marks, highbrow of um, Graham Chapman and John Cleese. But it's just, it's funny because it's got one of those things where this is much grosser and much cruder than their other movie. Yeah. Their, you know, <laughs> the puking in itself is gross. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, yeah. It's, um, I remember... Not finding it as gross before. I remember finding it fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, I found it funnier as it happened. I also found the like the initial bit with, with the lady cleaning up the sick.
1: And oh, yeah, the yeah. Just like
0: barfing all over. I'm like, okay, I mean, like that's funny, kind of. But then it's just lab- like really just, it's, it's, it's but excessive. I, I remember
1: finding it funny. Like I remember mm. thinking that it was hilarious. I remember that it was a bit that stuck with me. And then watching it recently, I'm like I I feel actual revulsion. Like yeah, my stomach yeah. is turning a little bit at that. But then again, I you know, I've I've said this before on the podcast and I've told you this that mm. my tastes and my sensibilities mm. have changed since having a kid. <laughs> so yeah. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. There. <laughs> I just know that I was just
0: like, well, oh, no, god, no, oh god. I, I think it's fair to say that I had the same sort of change over time as well, where initially what I thought was, you know, jokes, poop jokes, fart jokes, all that stuff that was just hilarious as a kid. Yeah. You get a little older and you're like, oh, it's... Uh, it's uh, <laughs> someone's going to have to clean it, it up. It was still uh, funny,
1: though. Like, it was the absurdity of it's only wefer thing. <laughs> it's only
0: wefer thing. That was one of the things like popular, popular just, quote, walked around. Oh, man. Definitely, I definitely did that. we, As a family, we watched it. Oh,
1: that's that's part of, like... My everyday vocabulary. It's only a
0: for a thing. And
1: after dinner, mint. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking gross. But... And and it's funny that the punchline of the whole thing... Is the whole Eric Idle... Like, leading him... Leading the cameraman away... On this massive journey. That's right, yeah, <laughs> And then yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. this... Like, Long-winded. really insipid... Like... Just... Dumb as shit, cliche answer. Which... It's not even that bad. Like you know, you can live your life with that kind of mentality. But mm-hmm. it's just funny that you see the realization on his face. Like it's a, it's really well acted of mm. him just being like, "Well, fuck you." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's what you like, get. He just realized that. Holy shit! Like I thought this was gonna be really inspirational, <laughs> but it was just a bunch of turds. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. The. The whole thing, like, Monty Python in itself is... So, when when did you first come across Monty Python?
0: Uh, my dad introduced me to Monty Python. He was, he's was he been a big fan of them from the very start, and he loved the TV show, he loved the films, and we actually sat down as a family and watched them. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know why we went with it, but we all found... And once of a, of a certain age, we fully understood the jokes. Mm. Things like Life of Brian and the Holy um that? Oh, search for the holy grail mm. both of them were sort of sort of entry level ones for us whether you could walk in there and you could kind of get what the general picture about because it was a story that had been told before mm. so you could kind of go with it and you're like okay cool this is just a different interpretation of it and there was a whole bunch of other random skits involved that you'd never thought you'd see before I and mean, the black knights a classic example for us that we all just, yeah.
1: <laughs> we had such a
0: great time with that one mm. um and you just repeat the same lines over and over again because they made such a mark on you Mm. um so us as a family we just bounce off of each other mm. um the meaning of life like i said actually came to me later because while some of the skits were funny when i first watched it i didn't fully grasp what the whole point of the film was mm. so i mean my favorite scene when i was younger was actually the scene at the end with death mm. when he knocks on the door yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they're <I'm> like flip the head out Oh, we've got a visitor, and he's like something
1: about the reaping. Something about
0: the reaping, and he <laughs> points and he's like, "But we're not dead yet." And he's like, and he just points to the like, "Well, how do we have moose. the salmon moose?" <laughs>
1: the, there's and then two one things. guy is like, "But I didn't the, have yeah, the salmon. The, the Michael Palin dresses a chick and going like they're all walking away, and he's just like happily walking away, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't even have them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is one of my favorite bits of the movie. Yeah. That was ad libbed. It was, By yeah, Michael no, Palin. it was, it was, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. My, That's even better. My other favorite bit is so dumb, but I, I love it. It's the trees with the leaves that <laughs> they're just oh, when they're dying. I like, hey! can't do this anymore. Those balls. It's like Richard. Richard, oh my (laughs) god! God. It's like, mommy, daddy, it's just the bed, and then the whole fucking tree falls. Like Like, (laughs) so dumb, and yet I think of that nearly every day.
0: (laughs) And when like because it is simply hilarious no one's thought of it before <laughs> yeah. they just connected two things together and gone of course trees and like you know people would lose like personalities and you have families well, I and think, lost ones
1: I think that's something about um like personifying
0: objects which I tend to do quite a lot well, but it's um, good though because that's what Monty Barton did well is they took something that was somewhat you know oh you know of course you know life is a tree and has its leaves and it's got its own life so you can draw the connection between life and death but then they added their humor and their, their their characters into something like a tree. You're like, oh, I've never thought to do that before. Mm. And that's what I think they did with a lot of other stuff as well. They put. And this is, I think, a reflection of all of their work, not just the meaning of life, where they've gone and taken routine, normal, standard sort of situations that everyone can relate to, and they've put their emphasis or they've twisted it's, it enough, and it's become made
1: quite absurdist hilarious. comedy. Like, yeah. uh, if, especially if you go back. Um, To the 60s of that show that... It wasn't Monty Python at that point. It was, like... It was supposed to be a kid's show. Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. But it's, um... It was Eric Idle, Michael Palin, Terry Jones... And, like, two other comedians, including a chick. Um, and it was supposed to be a kid's show. And it was just, like, the silliest thing. But it was really funny. (laughs) And, um... And then in the, like, the actual Monty Python show was just so, (laughs) like, I think people watched it and didn't know what the fuck to think about it. Like, they were just completely, like, because it is, it's absurdist humor that even to this day, there's very few things that kind of match that kind of absurd, like, I can think of maybe two things that kind of are in that realm, which is like, Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Yep fucking absurd as shit i love it Mm. i love it like i know that i used to watch it when i used to when i used to drink and other things Mm -hmm. but i've watched it recently i'm like this is still funny like this is still ridiculous and funny and then the other thing that is that can just be that absurd and doesn't really give a shit about normal comedy like you know comedy as a craft or Mm. whatever is um, Mighty Boosh.
0: See, I was going to ask you, if you didn't mm. say it, where did the Mighty Boosh fit into that? Because to yeah. me, that's...
1: But it's a different kind again. It, it is. It fits into the criteria of absurdist humour, but it's a different kind of absurdist humour. See, I think
0: because, for me, I never really enjoyed the Mighty Boosh. I mean, I, I, I certainly watched enough of it to go, okay, give it a go, try and get through I it. Think but I think you watched it...
1: I think we've discussed this before, that you might have watched it with people that might have put you
0: off that's probably fair but at the same time like I mean I, it could have also be had I watched it disjointedly I didn't watch it in its perhaps it's natural it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no <laughs> yeah. okay I mean there are certainly I certainly found certain scenes and certain episodes of the mighty Bush very funny mm. um ones that you can still stick to go back to and watch now and you be like, oh, still good. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. was it Nanageddon? Is it Nanageddon?
1: Nanageddon's my favourite. No, Nanageddon and Old Greg are my favourites. Damn, yeah. I wish you would like that show because I would love to just go into that. <laughs> into
0: I mean, that I, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I'm sure if I went back and watched it now, it'd be a very different experience than what I first had. And I might actually come around the corner and yeah, like maybe. it again because, mm. you know, we found out recently that things change over time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, anyway, back to meaning of life.
0: Indeed.
1: <laughs> the what was the other thing I was gonna say? The I'm oh, <laughs> just like flipping through the the skits. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> that's probably probably a close second and third. So those two little bits, like the, yep. the, the, the I didn't even have and the, the salmon in the, the tree. Yeah. The other thing that I say constantly in my life is, "Can we have your liver?" <laughs> 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 I say it to my son. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't even appreciate no, it No he does and then I poke his liver Which I assume where his liver <laughs> is It's like can I have your liver um, <laughs> I love that I love that so much <laughs> It's so casual It's done so well like Graham Chapman Just,
0: <laughs> Cause so it, Graham... just brings, it just brings you to laughter Just straight away that's, Graham that's Chapman
1: so uh, actually studied to be A doctor so he, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. So, a lot of that kind of humour is usually from him. So, that whole birth scene at the beginning is him talking about the fact that that uh, hospitals cared more about, you know...
0: The director's coming!
1: Yeah,
0: than the director. Director. actual <laughs> patient. <laughs> actual the patients, what do yeah. I do? Well, nothing, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, it's interesting that I mean. Do you think he's the only one who actually had? Did any other guys have a alternative career path aside from acting?
1: Um, they must have. I think John Cleese did. Actually, I'm not sure. The I know that a lot of their humor is based on the fact that they didn't want to be their parents, and their parents were all like. See, this is really weird. So their mm. parents were all like accountants and lawyers and stuff, like that really working class man of the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because because I grew up with this this humor, like watching the actual T V show and stuff and, mm-hmm. and the movies, in my head I had I was very conditioned <laughs> to believe that chartered accountant Chartered Accountancy was like the crappiest job that you could get <laughs> like I thought that that was like the lowest I used to say it all the time too like you know that joke of like oh it's all right you you shouldn't worry too much about you're going to be what you're going to be unless it's going to be your chartered accountant yeah. and I said that joke in front of someone that was an mm. accountant <laughs> oh. and they got really miffed it's such a weird conditioning to have considering that you know
0: well, it wasn't I your was, life. Like, well, I was
1: born yeah. in El Salvador, grew up in Australia. Like, yeah, yeah, and there is nothing
0: them, of that. Doing pretty vicariously with yeah. the guys there. I well,
1: I mean, it's one of those things as well where I got into Monty Python because of this movie of Meaning of Life. Like, I watched Meaning of Life. It was on TV. Um, I had a TV in my room. So I was just like, this is amazing. And mm. then I just started hunting for everything that they had done. Um, because my family's Hispanic and they were watching Spanish soap operas and shit. And I'm like, I don't like Spanish soap operas. I want to yeah. watch Monty um, Python. Yeah. Um, so all of this, like all of this, all of like Rocky Horror Picture Show, Little Shop of Horrors, all of that was me basically being like, I love this shit. And then my family <laughs> being like, who are you? You even one of us. What the hell? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Hmm. Oh, oh, that's That's not entirely true. Little Shop of Horrors... My dad did record off off of uh, TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I remember those times he had to record off the TV.
1: Yeah, and so I like the way that I remember <coughs> the movie is exactly where the commercial breaks are. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I still because I watched that video so many times that whenever I watch the movie now, I'm like, there was a there was an ad break a there. Ad break there. Yeah. Ah. And because they, uh, I can't remember what channel it was. Used to do this thing where they used to do like a little. Soundbite to then go on break, so they didn't just like go on break. They would put like a picture of Audrey too, and then like sup like supper time, like a little soundbite of uh-uh. that. And that's what I. <laughs> same
0: with Spaceballs. So you're, you're seeing those things when you watch those. Films, I I right?
1: I'm, I'm very aware that that's where they were. Same with Spaceballs. Um, I really remember the bits that they go on break, and when they came back, this is how old I am, and how old <laughs> this is. But it was taped off TV, and I could see that um, this is before the the ratings, the ratings that we have now came in.
0: Oh, like PGMA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So this was when we had um, AO, adults only. Oh. So little AO came up, and I was just like,
0: because um, <laughs> <so laughs> I was like ten. <laughs>
1: I was like, <laughs> yeah. And the same with Meaning of Life because it's it's pretty it's pretty crude. Like you know you've got the the naked chicks with their tits hanging out everywhere. You mean the
0: one the cheerleaders chasing the guy who was there.
1: Yeah, the the they look more like roller derby chicks, did not they?
0: They did a little bit. I wasn't I wasn't convinced that they were um, cheerleaders.
1: No, I didn't think they were. Plus, they were like older. They didn't really. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I don't think that mattered <laughs> no, <laughs> to no, me. To clearly, be honest, I don't think splitting hairs sure.
0: about what was going um, on there. But I mean, like that
1: it, and the class,
0: the like, class, the sex scene, the, the, the sex education class. yeah. You know? just, I mean. That's amazing. Like, I mean, like the fact, the, the thing that always got me about that particular scene was there was two things. First of all, there was the bit when before John Cleese enters the room, all the kids are actually you know like doing studying. he's coming. He's coming, and <laughs> it's then start like, going out of, out of madness. Yeah, exactly. That one always got me. And the other part was how difficult it would have been to have actually done John Cleese's job. Acting in that scene, he did
1: amazing. Like, like
0: the whole time, he's lying on top of his. Uh, what did, was was she a recognized actor? Or she was just. An I extra? don't. I think
1: she was a, a Monty Python person, but okay. no. Like she yeah. wasn't Connie Booth or the other yeah. chick. But, but just one the one sheer
0: there. concentration he had to stay on on point. But I mean, John process. Cleese in
1: general would like that would have been a breeze for John Cleese. Oh, like yeah. he he just did that so well. He kept. Like, the energy at a certain level. My favorite bit from that is the... Um,
0: <laughs>
1: the <laughs> That's a good one. I'm really enjoying this bit too. Yeah, right. For
0: everyone else no, out there, we're the, actually enjoying it in your it's head. It's the...
1: Um, when he's like... Ways to turn a woman on or something. And, um, and it's just like, you know... What, what It's something like, what do you do after that or something... And then um, Eric kind of, was, like, rub the clitoris and he's just like, what about a kiss, boy? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of a kiss. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just such a, like, it's just so funny. Even at the, like, at the time, probably, I was mm. just like, I didn't get it. But as an adult, you're just, like, just the, because the whole scene is about the opposite of everything. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a very, really well-timed. Uh, moment that i quite enjoy that's a
0: quality skit but it like is. most of them were all quality skits then I mean, obviously some of them were a little bit as you said a little bit put in there for extra content and weren't sort of tied into the mm. the whole meaning, but had some relevance the one the one i wasn't really sure about was f- directly following on from the sex education one was the Teachers versus the boys in the rugby oh. match. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, yeah, okay, you obviously have a skit where you want to watch a bunch of teachers beat up on a bunch of kids, but <laughs> it's like I don't really. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the kids are like freaking out about playing and, and yeah. for no reason other than they know they're going to get killed if they play.
1: Apparently, that was a real thing that they used to do. Not, the, I, I mean, not obviously try and kill them. Oh, but no, no, like, no,
0: but like teachers versus students. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure in like a lot of old private school or, you know, those sorts of old. Traditional style schooling very systems. English. Very English. Very English. We take mm. on the masters and things like that, and mm. like the the top men or the top boys team versus the masters and things like that. Mm. And I mean, <laughs> the way they went about it was just fantastic. Mm. I mean, I just didn't really understand how it played in, but it must have just had a bit of follow-on from that sex education bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It goes. um He tells Terry Jones off for something, and he's just like, okay. Like, that's it. You're going off to the. That's
0: it. You're playing in the game this afternoon.
1: Yeah, but then they flip to him in just getting attacked. And then, like, the following thing is him, like, going like this. Like, (laughs) you can see it in a podcast (laughs) (laughs) of him putting his hands (laughs) to his face. (laughs) And then he turns into a soldier and it goes into the the war. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah. that makes
0: sense. So it's it's all built into sort of.
1: Yeah, they do it. They do it well. It's just. Yeah, you can tell that they were just kind of trying to fit. A bit more extra. But then again, it's not like they even had to anyway, because they had an uh now for something completely different, the movie, which was just mm. like the best skits off the show. Yeah. But they just redid them. And um and that didn't really have like uh, an underlying theme or story or anything. I suppose
0: not. And I suppose that like, the meaning of life doesn't actually have to be one narrative because they did so many different skits that they actually could have gone through one person's life sure they could have done that but they didn't they actually had very different stories so you wouldn't necessarily follow well, the natural they, arc
1: excuse me if they would have done one person's life they wouldn't have gotten the um the variation that they did because they would have just had like just yeah. an english boy's life or just just a, you know just an english girl's life or just this person's life whereas this uh touches on all sorts of like, you know
0: Married life, war life. Like third
1: world. Like every sperm is sacred, yeah. like Catholics and um the I mean there was a heavy Catholic undertone, but that's because obviously they all grew up in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, like that. Oh God, you are so great <laughs> <laughs> like, and and the whole thing doesn't even have any real like the whole thing is just praising God. And it's funny because that's what it feels like. Like I went to a Catholic school mm-hmm. and I just, that's all I can remember of like, God is great. You are shit, Pretty <laughs> like, much. you know, just, you know, be thankful for what you have, uh, make sure that, you know, you're obeying everything and you're just kind of, you, you, that doesn't sink through as a kid. You're just like, I hate this place. Yep. I hate the oppression. Yep. I hate this place. Like, ha! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> just scream So what you're saying
0: is that they, they totally got that right with you. Maybe. With Coach. me, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's the funny thing again. As a chick, a Latino chick in mm, Australia, yeah. I fully understood that feeling. And that's crazy. There's like, that's that's crazy. But, um, but then again, like, there was other Latino girls that I, I would just be like, you know... I've, I've said this before of, like, Latino people, and, and this isn't just Latino people, it's like people of certain ethni- ethnicities try to, like, be friends with other people of their yeah. own ethnicities. That's just a thing. <laughs> and, and I know that a lot of um, Latino people tried to be my friend, but I was just too weird. Like, I would be, they'd be like, hey, do you want to go to this party? I'd be like, hey, you want to watch Monty Python? <laughs> and it just doesn't work. It's a bit of a disconnect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just doesn't work. Even though they probably could relate to that sort of stuff, but because it's, you know, a bunch of middle aged Englishmen. <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: kind of hard to say why someone who isn't from, I guess, from the same similar sort of background would look at that and go, oh, yeah, that's clearly what I want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard to draw that connection. Yeah, yeah. But all the richer for having it, so I think it's a good thing.
1: I I think it definitely molded a lot of my humor. Like there's certain things that I can definitely pinpoint, what my like goofy ass humor is, and Monty Python is definitely one of them. Mm. Like um, you know, Simpsons is probably another. Yeah, huge part of that, and like Seinfeld
0: and. But just people going and people looking, people looking at like, I think all of those things and there's many other you know, examples of shows or cartoons or whatever, that they look at the way people go about their lives, like, en masse, mm. and they just they put a, a certain comedic or satirical spin on it that it, you, you kind of have to be looking for it to kind of appreciate. And I think mm-hmm. that, uh, like, you know, it's like Simpsons, you have to actually want to watch The Simpsons. You have to enjoy some of the low sort of... Because my mum always thought that Simpsons was very crass. <laughs> so it was part of the reason why I was like well I'm definitely going to watch it now <laughs> you <And> just <laughs> sold it sold it. Like I don't know why you doubled down on that one for me mm-hmm. but once you got past that and the, like, I got a little bit older The Simpsons was a really good example of how they actually they get you in with the crass but then they teach you something as well they show you here's another Simpsons. side of the thing The
1: Simpsons is so rich with references mm. and more so than you realise until you're older until you know a bit more about stuff because there's a lot of things and a lot of people that are kind of like, oh yeah, that's from The Simpsons. It's like, no, that the Simpsons are referencing this other yeah. major historic event, yeah, and yeah. and it's and it's just really funny because a lot of like, and I'm, I'm not discounting myself from that. There's a lot of stuff that when afterwards I've learned certain parts of history that I'm like, oh, The Simpsons yeah. were actually referencing this. This wasn't yeah. just an original idea from the writers of The Simpsons. That's this it. is writers from The Simpsons having this as an experience and then putting it into it. Like, that's that's fucking crazy.
0: And that's where I get stuck in another time loop because then you watch South Park and I did that episode of The Simpsons did. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, so now South Park's <laughs> referencing Simpsons who are referencing this real thing. And I'm like, ah. Oh. But, I mean, that's... But, again, like, so Monty Python does it as well. Like there is a certain level of crass humor in world department
1: but only at this point at meaning of life because yeah. even before that there was like elements of it but it wasn't to the point like this is this is the point that i wanted to make earlier Ow, mm. fuck <laughs> good point <laughs> Good point this car <laughs> this car is so cramped that i just like broke my finger <laughs> on the i went to scratch my leg and i was like oh, <laughs> my, finger. <laughs> <laughs> my, leg, my finger um, <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I I remember reading this a few weeks ago when we <laughs> decided to to do this this yep. episode. Um and they were saying that meaning of life was a response to uh a lot of the crass movies that had come out recently, so like Animal House and like oh, right. uh, like that weird crass renaissance that there was at the, in the early 80s, like yep. like 70s early 80s. Yeah. And that it directly, like, you can directly uh, compare that to, for example, in the early 2000s when you had, like, you know, American Pie. And, like, there was just a a whole series of really crass movies that you wouldn't be able to make now. No. And you wouldn't be able to make in mid-90s either. Yeah. It was just that... that (laughs) that, Yeah, that specific window where... People like Freddy got fingered is fucking disgusting. Yes. Like yes. you know, there's a, there's just a bunch of movies that are really crass, and everyone was just trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. And you kind you can kind of look back on the '80s and like slot, meaning of life, right into like those '80s, like you know, um, Revenge of the Nerds and yep. like um, Animal House and stuff, because yeah, it was that kind of humor that was making the money. And they did make a whole bunch of money, like you know at the very least the no they they made quite a bit, they more than doubled their money, so I wow. mean
0: it was a success i guess it's it's so arguably a success I mean mm-hmm. I look at it as a film I could still definitely watch again I mean it's not something... I
1: love it, I love it, but in in the scheme of things of like really purest Monty Python people, which by the way are not that friendly <laughs> um, i see I, I
0: always thought the Monty Python. Fan base, for lack of a word, they were always a little bit, I guess, cocky isn't the word, but they always thought they were a little bit better than anyone who didn't kind of get yeah. the Monty Python humour. Yeah, I always exactly. found that when I came oh, up, like I, I always just enjoyed Monty Python. I was willing to mm. share it with everyone and anyone, mm. but I'd never tell someone if they didn't like it that, oh, it's, you know, a bit, oh, you, you must know, not understand. Oh, it. You just don't get Monty <laughs> <Yeah>. Python <laughs>
1: because it's it's so dumb to even say that anyway. Because exactly. it is absurdist humour. So, right. so for me, it was. Like, it, It's like telling someone, oh, because you don't like Tim and Eric, you don't understand. It's like, no. (laughs) That's like literally when you're just feeling silly as fuck. Yes. And having some sort of meaning underneath it is there if you want it. But otherwise, it's just really funny.
0: (laughs) And I always thought that like, because Monty Python to me always came up against when I looked at it, I was always comparing it to all the other types of comedies and satires mm -hmm. out there at the time that it was. Not necessarily competing against, but it was in the same, you know, bracket of, in terms of the marketplace, people were watching different shows and different things. Mm. And I always found that a lot of people, it was it was not divisive, but you could clearly see a number of people who would <coughs> move away from the conversation because Monty Python came up. And I'm like, well, I mean... <laughs> but, Fuck you guys! Yeah, and I was like, it's, it's great, why don't you like it? And I was more confused as to why people didn't mm. like it as to... Thinking that, well, you don't like it, well, then uh, you go back to your, you know, crude, simple, whatever humour that you like. I don't know what it is. Dismissive-like sort of perspective. Mm. And I always found it really kind of just kind of weird. I was like, well, do people just not get it? Is that what it was? I
1: think and, it's a, a very... that I'm all All right, this probably contradicts what I said before because well, let me say it first and then contradict <laughs> it. Um, I think you had to have grown up with it. I think a lot of people that watch, there's a lot of movies that we've discussed where if you watch them as an adult and not as a young person, it they take on a completely different uh, feel to them. Yeah. And Monty Python, I think, is definitely one of those things that you had to have grown up with. Like, you obviously grew up with mm-hmm. it. I grew up with it, but because I found it. So that that's what I mean. I, I'm contradicting myself in this like I was maybe 10 or 11 so I didn't I didn't watch it when I was really little yeah but when I found it I'm like yes this is my people (laughs) like this is The tribe has spoken here I come yeah so I think a lot of people that say because it's you know if you think about it the old like the tv show is what like 40 years old 50 years old now about that yeah which is fucking insane and kids now aren't (laughs) these children you know kids have so much more options about stuff that they're not going to pick up monty python
0: i think it's pretty i think they're going to have to be exposed to monty python as opposed to finding it for themselves there's there's way too much content and i mean i think a monty python would very much slip under the radar these days um, like if they have
1: enough. Um, I mean,
0: <laughs> no, no. Say, so, say, if Monty Python was to come out now as a new brand of humor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think. I feel I think like they'd it wouldn't be, be able to compete.
1: I think they'd be uh, shuffled away like Tim and Eric in, onto like Adult Swim at like yeah, 11 okay. at night or whatever. Sort of like
0: niche programming.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Probably. Is, yeah. Well, I guess that says something about the way we watch programs these days. Well, it's we a full cycle,
1: to. isn't it? Like the people that are really famous the shows that are really popular have that thing where a lot of them were influenced by stuff like monty yeah. python and the simpsons and stuff but yet there's whole, a whole generation that loves the shit now not the shit i mean like the stuff now who would not have seen <laughs> yeah so it's, it's just a weird,
0: a it, is weird a bit, it is a bit of a weird one mm. i mean I, I to me i always thought that monty python was rich Like, that's always something I associated with rich in terms of uh, the actual comedy was rich.
1: Mm. It
0: wasn't pretentious. It was just, you got a lot more... The ones
1: written by John Cleese and Graham Chapman could get a bit pretentious. Well, okay, sorry, sorry. (laughs) With
0: deliberate pretentiousness aside, Mm. I always thought that the Monty Python was actually... um, It wasn't this sort of one-line-delivered (laughs) slapstick-style get-a-knee-jerk reaction. Or is that exactly oh, what no, it was? I kind of
1: like that too. Like, <laughs> Maybe that was Have you ever seen the fish slapping dance?
0: I have seen the fish slapping dance.
1: That was literally slapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose so. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. I'm
0: circling around something. And was, To me, when I was growing up, there was a distinction between the comedies that was outside of Monty Python and the comedies of Monty Python. Mm. That I just felt that there was something... Maybe it was because I, I was slightly biased in what I was being exposed to. Or there were biases. Mm. You know, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of comedy that wasn't shown. Mm. But I felt like Monty Python... It just felt like good authentic writing. Good script <laughs> writing. You know, that sort yeah. of stuff. As opposed there, there was to, good
1: partnerships going on there. Yeah. Like, there was good writing partnerships going on. It's funny because I always associate... Um, so, like, Terry Jones and Michael Palin were the silly, like you know, really, really like absurd kind of Goofy. premises. Yeah. And then you have Graham Chapman and um John Cleese that were like a little bit highbrow at times. Yeah. And I always associate them with the other troupe of actors, the other English troupe of actors of like a couple a few like late eighties, which is like real uh Rick Rick Mail and Adrian Edmondson who were like the young ones. Oh yeah. And like bottom and stuff. Yeah. And they were like really crass and like really dirty. Mm. And then you had Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry. They were all one troop at one time. with, yeah, um, right. With, like, Emma Thompson and... Fuck, who was the other one? Oh, uh, Imelda Staunton. Um, the annoying chick from
0: Harry Potter who oh, is, is the pink. Spy, the spyglass one? Oh, the pink. Oh, uh, oh, uh, what's her face? No. Yeah, I hate her.
1: Yeah, everybody does. You don't have a soul if you don't hate her.
0: Yeah, uh, um, what's her face? umbridge umbridge, For fuck's sake. umbridge. <laughs> um yeah
1: so Imelda staunton emma thompson uh rick Mayo, adrian edmondson hugh laurie and stephen fry and there was another guy but i can't remember his name mm. they were all a comedy troupe and it's funny because rick male and adrian edmondson were the like really dirty scummy ones and hugh laurie and stephen fry were like the foo-foo ones yeah like and even their shows so bottom it's one of the most disgusting shows I've ever watched, but I fucking love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um and a bit of Fry and Laurie, the sketch show that they had, like Fry and uh, Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie, is like very like wordplay yes. and like very foo foo. Very but it's still fucking hilarious. It's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like it's and they have moments of a little bit of crap and they're like, oh, oh. excuse me. <laughs> and that's what I associate, like uh the idea that even though that they had those separations, they could come together. They were all on Blackadder,
0: yeah. Um,
1: and they wrote a bit for Blackadder, and they still had that propensity to make a really cool thing because they were so varied. And I think that's what Monty Python had—that every single person wrote a different thing. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a
0: harmony thing. of it all that came together. Mm, and then, of actually... course, like
1: Eric Idle did like bits and pieces, but his main point was the songs.
0: Sure. And Terry Gilliam as well had. Well, listened. I suppose that's the whole point. Like, it does it does wonders for any group that comes together that comes from different starting points and actually has a lot more variety than if you had like a really i don't know i want to say something like a boy band sort of style thing where they all basically <laughs> like all picked out from the same crop and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like so yeah that, that makes perfect sense i guess if you look at it that way mm. where you could get a sort of you know it was, it was the group effect was far better than the individual groups or the small partner mm. groups and stuff like that you tend to get a that's probably what I was looking for in terms of describing a richer experience. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, just on a little bit of sad note, uh, Terry Jones is really sick. Like, yeah. Really, really sick. That like sucks. Apparently, every other day he doesn't even know where he is. So that's no,
0: really that's, sad. That's that's disappointing.
1: How uh, old is he now? He, they're all pretty old. Like.
0: Because I know, uh, who is it? Who just one of them went in for a heart, bit of heart operation. Um
1: was it Terry Jones?
0: No, nah, Palin. Palin. Michael Palin. Yeah. I mean it's not a major heart issue, because, mm. like I mean my girlfriend works in an industry and I've heard that be described before. It's like a routine procedure for anyone past a certain age. Mm. But you know, it comes with a degree of risk and is a sign of the age starting to have an effect on, on the heart and stuff. So mm. and he's looking pretty old too.
1: They all are. Yeah, They're all old. like it's it's a very weird thing of um People that you've grown up with that have shaped a lot of your life and to see them so frail. Yeah. (laughs) And it fucks me up. Yeah, it does. Um, On a, like, completely different note, but kind of the same note. um, Have you ever watched Graham Chapman's funeral thing? John Cleese does the eulogy.
0: Is it a separate? It
1: is fucking hilarious. Like, he is so... Like, you can tell that he's working through a lot through humour. Yeah. Sure. And it's so sad but so funny And I recommend it to anyone that hasn't seen it To go watch it so right it, now
0: What is it? Graham Chapman's
1: It's Graham Chapman's eulogy So after he died um, John Cleese did the eulogy And um yeah It's funny, sad And at this, like everyone was in stitches At this fucking yeah. eulogy But I'm sure that Graham Chapman Wouldn't have wanted it in, in any other, other way. way Because yeah, sure. like he was such a freaky ass dude As well himself so um, yeah. Anything else? There's lots of skits that we didn't even talk
0: about Oh look, I think like, To be honest with you, I, I thought about when I, was, when I was thinking about what to say About this podcast, a lot of it was I, I was going through all the different Scenes and the different mm. skits going "Oh, This is so much fun, I'm really enjoying the research This mm. is great, I love it, it's <laughs> one of my favourite things And then you go to the next one, like oh, of course this one And mm. this one Yeah. And I always felt that it didn't matter how well I could have described it Or how well I could talk about it These are just best left watched Like, it's really like, I will only do it a disservice attempting to recreate (laughs) it. I'll just be laughing outside. (laughs)
1: Like me trying to do it. Like like you trying to
0: describe that bit. Yeah, exactly. I think I would only be doing it that way. So for me, it was really more just the the path that took you on Mm. was a good one. It wasn't necessarily, I never felt confused it didn't necessarily flow into each other all the time, mm. like this to this to this to this. Like,
1: where is the fish? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yeah, well.
1: But I'm so mes- mesmerized by Graham Chapman's tap nipples.
0: <laughs> Say what?
1: He's got tap nipples. He's got little taps on his
0: nipples. Oh, I thought you meant like tap, tapping nipples and things like that. Go you know so, on me, go me. <laughs> I went to a weird place. <laughs> it was not a good thing.
1: <laughs> and I do get Christmas in Heaven stuck in my head regularly like there was two days straight that my brother nearly threw a shoe at me because <laughs> I was just like without without meaning to <coughs> like it would just be it's Christmas, it's Christmas, and he- <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well, and just like under my breath, and he's like, "Shut oh, the man. fuck!" I'm oh, like, yeah can't man, help the, it. it. It's gotta come out. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: But that's the thing, is it? like, I I think at one point I'd actually memorized uh, Idols little song about a penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I had that one wrote, wrote, wrote learned for a while, and then mm-hmm. like, this is the when I first watched it. I thought it was great. <laughs> Someone had to caution me. I can't remember who at the time. Like, you shouldn't be walking around singing that out loud. I was How like, old do you? Oh, you know, between 10 and 15, somewhere in that bracket. I can't really remember. <laughs> yeah, that's probably so, not the best time to You know. it's um, funny. And I'm sure people would have been like, oh, it's, it's clearly the Monty Python song. <laughs> good on you. That would never have happened. No, so that no. would have happened.
1: would <laughs> be like, what
0: the fuck? The kid is messed up. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean. The song as
1: well. The The Galaxy song is good. So the Galaxy song is good. Although. It's been proven wrong, hasn't it? But like, no, so no, it hasn't it's
0: been proven wrong. It's been updated. So uh, uh, no, no, it
1: was proved wrong, and that's why it was. Oh, updated. sorry, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: So they obviously had a bunch of mistakes, and they found out. Well, it wasn't just proven wrong. I feel like it was. It, it seems make it, it make it sound like they were wrong, and when, when when it was more just oh, there was yeah, a lack yeah, of at information. The time, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just that was the best information they had. New <laughs> information has come to light in the last mm, thirty mm. years. So I'm pretty sure it was idle. I mean, was it idol? It could have been idol and Brian Cox. He, do you know Brian Cox? He's mm, an astrophysicist silly. who's also leads lead guitar. No, he's a musician as well. Mm. Um, in the was it monkeys? Oh, um, dead uh, dead monkey? No, not dead monkey. Um, <laughs> what's it? What's it called? Dead monkey? It's not dead monkey. It's <laughs> the um, the <laughs> something monkey band. Brian Cox. It's a good song. Anyway, the point isn't so much that I need to know about what band he was in. The point was that he and Idol got together and redid the song in the last decade or so. That's awesome. And updated it with all of um, the appropriate science into the, more correct one. There you go. The Infinite Monkey Cage. (laughs) Is
1: that the podcast? That's the
0: podcast. Well, well, it's a science magazine program. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I'm
1: just gonna raise a lot. Yeah, well, of <laughs> he's, on, he's on
0: podcasts a lot. Like I listen to him a lot because I hear him on podcasts a lot. He's interviewed quite a lot. Um, he's done a lot of TED talks and stuff like that. You know, so you know, he's, this is the guy who gets you know gets around. Good on him. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. So he updated it with Idol. Um and so that was yeah, good song. <laughs> 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 That's all I have to say about that.
1: Fair
0: enough. <laughs> uh, what about you? Was there anything else that sort of kind of stood out? I
1: know. I Yeah. I, I mean, because, like, aside well... from
0: going through the scenes, like... Yeah. It, and there's just random bits of trivia that I found that kind of amusing. Like, the actual vomit scene, they did it in a warehouse. Yeah. And it was a, some sort of dairy-based vomit, like, fake vomit that they used. And after about a week, it started to go off. Yeah. And so one of the actual vomiting scenes... Is someone actually vomiting because they're so nauseous? Ugh. Just ugh.
1: Mr. Curacao. Um, <laughs> Waffertian. It's only a thing. Um Yeah, there's lots of. There's so much goofiness. Like the the. <laughs> the I don't know. I just, I think I just love Michael Palin. <laughs> He's just amazing. Yeah. He's just a funny funny guy. I love all of them. It's funny cuz it, with anything especially as a young girl <laughs> I had a crush on everything at all times. And um and I went through the rounds of like liking certain Monty Python like a boy band. Mm-hmm. Like liking
0: go through me yeah, in different times. Like
1: at different times I had a crush on and I and I would watch like dumb shit that they did before. <laughs> like I watched this like um, this thing that Terry Jones did of, like, a recreation of, like, the... What is it the Oh, I'm not... I'm gonna fuck it up if I... <laughs> I was about,
0: you, okay, two words, first word, no. <laughs> no,
1: I was gonna say it, but I would have fucked it up. It is... Uh, it was a really... Very, just, painfully English show that I did not understand at the time, and I probably wouldn't understand now, to be honest. Because it was just so ridiculously English... Hold on, let me see if I... I think that even the name is like... Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's so English. It is. I think it's Chaucer's Tales.
0: Hmm. It does sound very English.
1: Yeah. They used to show it on um, UK TV. And I watched it because it was Terry Jones and I was in love with Terry Jones. But at the same time, I'm like... Ha, 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 I do get it. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was just so... Like, I watched a whole bunch of his stuff. Oh, the show... Oh, no. Oh, God, he's done so much. <laughs> oh, God, Terry <laughs> Jones. Stop. Terry Jones, why? The show that I was talking about that uh, Michael Palin, Terry Jones, Eric Ida, and a few other people were in is called Do Not Adjust Yourself. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's called Do Not Adjust Your Set.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a big difference right there. So you're saying it is Do, do not, not Adjust, adjust your, your Set. set. <laughs> right. Yes. I still think it should have been Do Not Adjust Yourself. Well, it was for children, so. Well, I'm sure they would have <laughs> thought about doing an adult version, surely. Yes. Maybe.
1: Um. Oh, he's credited as, that's right, we talked about it last time, he's credited as uh, screenwriting for Labyrinth, even yeah, though okay. they changed it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, we're probably not going to do any other Monty Python things, to be honest. This is probably no, that's true.
0: Monty Python I mean, I episode. think, not in this season, at least, perhaps mm. down further, we could talk about them as a group of films. I mean, we
1: kind of already have, though.
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I guess that's the other thing, though, that having I mean, said so that, though... They do all have a very similar feeling to them all, like but in the they sense they don't. Like and, well, no, they are, no. That was the other point to it is that they're distinct, quite clearly distinct from each other. But at the same time, it's obviously because of the underlying feeling is that they're a core group of guys who've gone around and just done all of these skits in these different films. So it's always the same sort of comedy style. Which is what we've come to love about them all—that you see across these different films—and then there's difference between them as well.
1: But I, I don't—I don't think that they have a specific style. Like, if you look at all of their careers, they have such fucking—they've gone such different ways. Like,
0: no, them, but I mean uh, as, as a group as, though.
1: But then after *Meaning of Life*, there wasn't really a group thing.
0: No, and I'm not saying that after the group thing. That they didn't go off and do very different things individually. Hmm. What I'm saying is that across the four film, well, four across the, the Monty Python films,
1: hmm.
0: obviously you've got different storylines or you've got different title yeah. themes and stuff like that. But you've got these same guys going about it and they do play the similar style roles in hmm. each one. Like Eric Idle's always singing and always dressing up as a female.
1: They all do that, they, they all do love it, it,
0: but yeah, well,
1: there's this amazing sketch from the show, actually, I think they do it in in uh now for something completely different, um where <laughs> they're like, uh, it's a bunch of women going to um." to recreate the battle of something or other mm. and it's just all of them dressed as women in the mud <laughs> like fucking ragging <laughs> on each other <laughs> and like uh, it's just eric Ida at the start being like this is us recreating like like very yeah. prim and proper and then suddenly they're like ah! <laughs> <laughs> they're just like
0: just, just completely on yeah on each other. yeah i mean that's always one of the ones that stood out with me with in life of brian when they're all the women going to the stoning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and like, are there any women here? No, no, no. No, 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 no. And it's, uh, that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh but I think that's what it is. Like, things like that. There's certainly scenes, there's skits that all will, will always be funny, I think. Yeah. And that's what I think Monty Python's going to have for like, you know, for anyone who's watched it. And actually enjoyed it and appreciated it at any point in time. Like, whether they were young and now they're older. It's always going to be funny.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I'm guessing because they're this old. And with what's happened recently, if there was ever going to be any scandal, it would have mm. already come out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, whew! Whew! Thank, but having said thank that, they're gods
0: like, it hasn't. They would have been scandalous, in a way,
1: at the time. They would have been, but I think... I mean, John Cleese cheated on everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think everyone knew what they were gonna he, get. He with married it, right?
1: Connie Booth, who was like beautiful and like half his age at the time. Yeah, right. And um Connie Booth, you know who Connie Booth is, yeah. 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 Um and he just cheated on her <laughs> like constantly and he was like, What the fuck, man? <laughs> they're they're not the greatest human beings, but they have like left their stamp on history. Sure.
0: So they don't I mean, have to necessarily look at as idols, but you know they're they're still pretty lovable.
1: They are. They
0: are. Mm. I would
1: have loved to have seen any of them live, but I don't think I'll get that chance now.
0: Yeah, no, all although too I old. think
1: John Cleese was here. Wasn't? A, a few t- years t- t- ago, they were touring. I think Eric. Was it Eric and John. I think no. Eric and John. Yeah. I think so. Well,
0: because Palin was doing all of his. Documentary, documentary around, stuff, around yeah. the countryside, sort of stuff. Jumping on trains. You know
1: what and... movie we should do at some point? What's that? Twelve Monkeys. Ooh. By Terry Gilliam. Ooh, that's a good There's one. There's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's. I think. I think we're done. <laughs>
0: that's a good point. Because I'm, I'm freezing. First thing in the car. I'm
1: freezing. Um. <laughs>
0: So that, don't, yourself, don't do podcasts in car
1: I, Not when it's like A thousand below <laughs> Not when the fucking white walker Is standing outside my house you still um, in there like, no. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you white go. walker I'm not coming out <laughs> Just cause you want our stupid ass death match <laughs> Fucker um, Yeah But that's our uh, meaning of life episode <laughs> I love the actual meaning of life At the end it's just like yeah Just be a good person yeah. yeah. Be good to your parents. No be a dick. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh dear. Um next week Beetlejuice.
0: Yes.
1: Beetlejuice. I'm down with the Beetlejuice. I have not seen Beetlejuice in a while. But I know it's good. I hope it's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last thing I saw of Beetlejuice was a cartoon.
1: Oh yeah. Was it like a Nickelodeon, was it? Ah, uh, I think it was on Nickelodeon, but I don't think it was a Nickelodeon show as such. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Love that. I watched it recently, but they changed the story.
0: Didn't they make it all about <laughs> him and his girlfriend? And Lydia. Yeah.
1: Lydia wasn't his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> no, Beetlejuice's girlfriend. I was I thinking of something else?
1: Beetlejuice doesn't have a girlfriend in this show. I mean, he stri- he tries. Um. No. No. So the. The show is basically that Beetlejuice and Lydia are like besties, and she and he keeps taking her to the to the underworld or whatever. Yeah, to like hang out with all the friends and.
0: She just wants to go back to.
1: No, no, she's like she's down with it. She's freaky, spooky bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta watch that TV show again. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good.
1: It's funny. Like the all the extra characters are funny. Like Lydia's funny. The parents are funny. Um, yeah, no, it's good. They just changed the story because obviously in the, in the movie, like she hates him <laughs> and he wants to marry her and take her down to, Spoke down. yeah, to the underworld, <laughs> underworld. Alright, I'm about to freeze right. my non existent bowls off. <laughs> so that's how cold I am. I have grown bowls and they
0: are they're going to, drop to fall off. off? Yes. That's impressive of I you?
1: know, right? That's how fucking cold it is. <laughs> oh,
0: alrighty, okay, I get there.
1: <laughs> uh, Join our Instagram. Yay. It's, Leave a uh, like and some
0: things like that. So, reviews are good. iTunes reviews are good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. We like them. <laughs> yes. uh... That would be great, actually, if people could uh, review or just subscribe. Yeah, that would be that would help us out a bunch. Um, Otherwise, join our Instagram. It's what's the underscore matter. Uh, What's the underscore matter? Is it? I think so. I keep forgetting. (laughs) Um, And let us know what you thought of um, of meaning of life. Hmm. Actually, I haven't put up. What did we do last week? Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Not last week. The week before. (laughs) There was just nothing last week. I didn't put up anything.
0: That's okay. We're clearly no professionals. <laughs>
1: we're recording in a car. We're in a car. <laughs> we
0: how far I'm we've
1: come. Sure, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going backwards. <laughs> I think we are. Oh, it's getting worse. It's supposed to get better. Next time we're just gonna be like in the gutter.
0: If you see us in the streets.
1: Yeah. Give us a buck because we need <laughs> we need to have a coffee. We need some support. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, no, no. Yeah, tw- I don't think Twitter is.
0: Oh Wait, no, Twitter got taken over by someone else, didn't it?
1: No. No. Oh. No, my link was wrong. Oh. Yeah. That's what it was. It was pointing to an Instagram of some guy that took. That's why we're. Uh, what's the underscore matter instead of what's the matter? Uh, some guy has see. what's the matter. What a jerk! Fuck that guy. <laughs> <It> sucks. <laughs> it's not even using it properly. Yeah, he's like. He does, like, photos of himself and his girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know. Still. He just uses Instagram how it's supposed to be. I don't know. Uh, um, do you have anything? Do you have a special fact that you want to tell us?
0: Yeah, don't do a podcast in a car because it's cold. <laughs> Get inside your house where it's warm. That's a good fact for you. Also, don't, eat, don't eat gummy while you're talking because it tends to make weird noises. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I think we're done. That was well done. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.